And now for all you men in the armed forces who happen to be 13-year-old girls, we bring you your one and only favorite, the first Adam ever split with soul. I can tell you a little bit about the, the, the regulation of aggression. One of the things I studied, especially when I was in Montreal, was the development of antisocial behavior in children and in and in uh, and in adolescents. And antisocial children, so they tend to be aggressive. Antisocial children tend to turn into antisocial. There's conduct disorder, technically speaking. Conduct disordered children tend to turn into conduct disordered adolescents, and then they tend to turn into antisocial and criminal adults. And so I can tell you a little bit about how that progresses, I think. The first thing is, if you want to be criminal, the best way to do it is to be really low in agreeableness and really low in conscientiousness. Because low in agreeableness means things are for me and not for you, and you're not going to get me to do a damn thing that I don't want to do, and I'll stand my ground. And low in conscientiousness means you can do all the work, and I'll sit back and take the benefit. And if you add high intelligence and high emotional stability to that, then you have someone who won't work, but will reap the benefits, who doesn't give a damn about you, who's assertive as hell, and who's smart. And a person like that's also going to be charismatic, because extroverted, disagreeable people are kind of narcissistic, but, they're, but they'll, they'll put themselves forward strongly, and if they don't show any signs of fear, that also indicates that they're confident, and it's easy for people to confuse that with confidence. And that's how psychopaths get away with what they're doing, although they have to move from person to person, because their relationships, their reputations will track Anyways, back to the development of aggression in, in children, the development of criminality in adults. Here's how it seems to work, at least in part. It's more complicated than this, but I'll put in some of the sociological elements as well. So, you can think that what you're doing in some sense when you're rough and tumble playing with kids is teaching them how to dance, because that is what you're doing. You know, you're making them comfortable in their bodies, in, in all of its extension, and building in that kind of body fluency that you see in people who are well situated inside themselves. So that's something to really think about, you know, and it's, a, it's appalling. We know that the ability to engage in rough and tumble play among rats inhibits aggression, also aggressive aggression among rats. We also know that if you deprive rats of the ability to, of the opportunity to engage in rough and tumble play, they, they show prefrontal cortical developmental deficits and manifest behaviors that are akin to attention deficit disorder, which you can then treat with Ritalin. And so one of the things that's happening with boys, because they're way more dosed with attention deficit disorder medication, girls is that they're natural